Burgers are best fresh from the grill. Well, more specifically, burgers with Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. It's so rich and creamy that it instantly makes any burger irresistible. And what backyard barbecue is complete without some potato salad? Not just any potato salad, of course. Potato salad highlights the rich, creamy goodness of Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. So if you want to take your barbecue season to the next level, stock up on Hellman's Real Mayonnaise. For great recipe ideas, visit hellmans.com. When you pull up to game night in the all-new Camry, but it's actually bingo night. Mini golf, anyone? It's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry, Toyota. Let's go places. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Today on NFL Fantasy Live, Cleveland rocked the Bengals in Cincy Thursday as Andy Dalton failed to get his offense on track. We break down his team's nightmare fantasy performance. Plus, Michael Fabiano dishes out his must-start quarterbacks for Week 10. Does Big Ben make the list, or will his streak come to an end? And if your fantasy team is in a bye, no reason to worry, because Marcus Grant is here with some fantasy tech support. NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose, starts now. Welcome to NFL Fantasy Live, the official fantasy football show of the thank you, conductor, maestro. <laughs> Matt Money Smith here with the Admiral Akbar Abaja Biamila and the Hoff, Michael Fabiano. Remember, you can always tweet the show at NFL Fantasy. I think I called you the Admiral instead of the Admiral. I don't know if I'm getting ready for the game in uh, London or what. Six teams. Do you guys hear about this? Six teams on a bye this week. I think so. Uh, here's a look at some key fantasy players that are going to be out. No Andrew Luck, no Tom Brady, no Phillip Rivers. Man, would have been nice to get him in back-to-back games after that performance. Yeah, Sarian Foster. I need Teddy Bridgewater in my life. Alfred Morris (laughs) has been good lately. So, with all of those big-time names out, give us some spot starts. Top spot starts to plug in for some points. Fabs, what are we doing? Bobby Rainey, we had him last week. I will start him again this week because he's got a really good matchup against the Atlanta Falcons. They've given up more touchdowns and more fantasy points than any other team in the National Football League to running backs. So if Rainey is on the waiver wire, pick him up and play him. If he's on your fantasy team, start him as a flex or even an RB2. We have been talking about Rainey all week, yet you still see that number at the bottom of the screen, owned in just 23% of our NFL.com league, so be sure to check your players available tab, and Rainey may in fact be available in your league. How about it, Akbar? What are you doing? Well, my pick is a little controversial, but I'm going with Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler has been phenomenal on the road this year. You look at his production that he has, he has 12 touchdowns on the road this year and only three interceptions in in his five road games, and Look, I look at him as a big-time player. Yes, I know he's going to Green Bay. I know what all the stats and the history says. But I think that when you look at his last big-time, primetime game 
on Sunday night. He had 176 yards, four touchdowns, no interception. He was able to take care of the ball. This is a divisional rivalry. Uh, I think this is going to be huge with Brandon Marshall, Alshon Jeffrey, Matt Forte. All those guys are going to be hitting those cylinders. They've been down. It's Jay Cutler's time to, uh, to shine right now. Now, you said it would be controversial. I respectfully disagree. So do I. And we'll debate that. Maybe Sunday we can debate that. Uh, we'll do it. We can go more. We'll throw Week it down 10 spot starts we'll later in the show. But for now, let's throw Jay it over Cutler. to Marcus Grant and exactly. Adam Rank. Thank you, Money. We are getting you caught up with all the news and notes from around the National Football League. And we will start with some good news for the Dallas Cowboys. Quarterback Tony Romo is officially listed as probable for the team's matchup with the Jaguars in London on Sunday. On Thursday, Romo took part in his first practice since injuring his back in Week 8. And he told reporters that he's improving each day. So it sounds like Romo is going to play, but Rank, do you trust starting? There are a number of other quarterbacks I would start ahead of him. I think of guys like Mark Sanchez I would certainly put ahead of him. But I would start Tony Romo over other players like Jay Cutler. So there, he's about 11 right now when we're doing our quarterback rankings. But it's a tougher matchup against Jacksonville than people will give it credit for. The Jags are one of two teams that have at least two sacks on the season. So they're going to be getting after the quarterback a little bit. And really, you know, if London really wants to have a truly NFL experience, they got to root against the Cowboys. That's the one thing I'm asking London to do. I'm still stuck on your Sanchez (laughs) over Romo. Who would have thought that back in August? I would have thought. Okay, maybe maybe you. (laughs) Calvin Johnson has been a full participant in practice this week. Megatron hasn't played since week five due to an ankle injury, but told the media earlier this week that he expects to suit up and play this weekend, and he's feeling rejuvenated. So what are your expectations for Calvin in his first game back, and how does this impact Golden Tate? Yeah, I expect him to hit the ground running. This isn't going to be a situation where he was a decoy like he was a couple of weeks earlier. He's had a couple of games off. He's had a bye week, so I expect him to go out there and play pretty well. I also expect Golden Tate to benefit, too, because when Calvin Johnson is on the field, they have to roll coverage his way. That gives a lot of opportunities to Golden Tate. So if you got him, go ahead and start. We saw a lot of that, not last night, but with uh, A.J. Green and Muhammad Sanu. Right. Too, well, last... I think, you know, the, the Lions have a little bit more of a credible quarterback. We could probably <laughs> get him the ball, so I think he'll be better off. Perhaps. Bills rookie wide receiver Sammy Watkins missed practice again on Friday and is listed as questionable for Sunday. Watkins hurt his groin at practice on Wednesday. Hasn't practiced since. If Sammy does hit the field this week, can you trust him in your lineup with that groin injury? I certainly wouldn't. The one thing when a guy doesn't practice on Friday, it stands out to me that he either will not play or if he is going to play, he's going to be a decoy. Similarly to what Calvin Johnson was doing, you put Sammy Watkins out there, teams have to account for him. They have to see where he's on the field, which could open it up for guys like Robert Woods. So if Watkins plays and you got Bobby Woods out there, start Woods because he's going to end up being uh, the beneficiary of all that rolled coverage towards Sammy Watkins. The guy had as a deep sleeper this year. Had some, had some decent games this year. Bobby so. Woods is no joke. No joke, absolutely. Also in Buffalo, Bills running back Fred Jackson is listed as questionable. Jackson hasn't played since injuring his groin in Week 7 against the Vikings, and he's been limited at practice all week. So if Fred Jackson can go for the Bills, do you have any hesitation starting him against the Chiefs? I hesitate because I already started Jeremy Hill. <laughs> Instantly regret that. You know, he's really ahead of schedule. This is one of the things we thought he was going to be out for maybe a couple of more weeks. But if he's available, I, you know, the matchup still isn't good enough. I'm going to keep him on the bench for one more week. Hopefully we'll get a chance to watch him, see how he plays against this team, because there's going to be some decent matchups for him coming up down the stretch here. So I'm going to hold off on Fred Jackson. I know that six teams on a bye – 
but you probably already went out and made your contingency plan, so stick with those and see what happens. Because, again, i got to stick yeah. with Jeremy Hill. One thing it means is that you can probably put Anthony Dixon back on the way. That's a good news. Yeah, yeah, that's the good news. So you can do that. Be sure to set your DVRs for our late airing of NFL Fantasy Live for all the latest injury news and updates for your roster. Tune in at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific, right here on NFL Network. For more now, we'll throw it back to Bunny and the guys. All right, how about the battle for the belt? The Rust Belt. Andy Dalton, Brian Hoyer, two dudes whose alma maters are in the conversation for a college football playoff. Let's get right to it. After an interception in the first, Browns are set up in the red zone, second and goal on the four, and it is number 44, even with the yellow laundry on the field. Ben Tate. Vulture. Gets the touchdown, 7-0. They were showing him no love during the game. Two drives later, Browns have it on the two, second and goal, and this time it is, yeah, Isaiah Crowell's turn for the touchdown. I see you, Crow. Browns jump up 14-3. It's his third touchdown in three games, as a matter of fact. And Everybody uh, gets the touchdown. Barely over the goal line there. Let's get to the third. Cleveland keeps it going. Second and 10 on the 31. This time it's Hoyer to Gary Barney. Adam Rank called it. He sure did. How about that? Although... Down at the two-yard line. So how about this? Hoyer, by the way, finished with just eight fantasy points. A couple plays later, guess who gets a touchdown? Yeah, the Mama, man. there goes that man, that Mr. West. most of the load. And you see, a lot of people thought that was a fumble. No, all it's got to do is break the plane, and you are all good. And there it is for Terrence West. The but if extension. you started Terrence West, you were nervous there for a yeah, second. Yeah, you were. You were. That's Since it. Since I did start him. So did, so did I. Fourth quarter, Bengals have it third and 15. Dalton airs one out for James Wright. Oh, Buster Scrine. How about that? And Dalton's third Dalton. interception Dalton. of the game. Buster bust. They go on to win 24 3. Mike Patton there. How about uh, Brian Hoyer with those eight points? This yeah. is bad. Uh, See that uh, Jeremy Hill there? 4.1 points. Ugly. Yeah. That is the lowest number for a team's. Highest scoring fantasy wow. player what? this season. Now, 4.1. Now, now you see that negative 1.76? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Manziel had more fantasy points <laughs> than Andy Dalton. How about that? Is that a joke? No, that's real. That's oh. real talk. Johnny Manziel had zero. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. By the way, that only the third lowest quarterback performance this season. Remember Phillip Rivers last week oh, against that's right. the uh, Dolphins was even worse. Here you go. Pick a running back, any running back. Uh, Terrence West with those 94 yards got the bulk of the carries, but Crowell and Tate each get a touchdown, each running back in double digits. And you see Tate gives you a little extra with the two receptions for 27 yards. So the Browns' running game played a big part in that win with those three touchdowns. So, Akbar, give us uh, the one that you trust the most. I'm going to go with Terrence West. When I look at the game, this game, you look at who's getting the majority of the carries. It went towards, of course, Terrence West. Terrence West, he got what I call the important runs. He was the most trusted. When the coaches wanted to get good yards, hard yards, they went towards Terrence West. Yeah, they threw in Ben Tate every now and again. They gave Isaiah Crowell, but they've been cool on Ben Tate for some reason. I haven't figured it out. Uh, Isaiah Crowell, I know he dropped the ball a couple of times against the Pittsburgh Steelers, so they backed off on him. Terrence West has more upside, and he looks to be the better and younger uh, running back in this backfield. You want to talk about trust? This is Shanahan against the sequel, okay? <laughs> the the sequel? first one was played out by the old man, Mike Shanahan. 
This one's being played out by his kid, Kyle Shanahan. I don't trust any of these guys. Well, see, I would, I would disagree, though, Babs, because Kyle found a hammer in, in Alfred Morris in Washington, and, and that was a, a fantasy running back he's you got could three trust. here, though. Yeah, I think, that, I think it's that Ben Tate has been so bad when it comes to and trying way, to turn out yards that I they're remember, trying to find an answer. I remember, like, Daryl Young vulturing touchdowns with the Redskins last year, too. Roy Hallou, the same kind of yeah. thing. It's all about Shanahan you know, against you know, once Terrence again. West almost didn't have a touchdown in that game because we saw we saw that mm-hmm. they tried several times with Crowell. He wasn't able to get it in. Then they put it in West. So I was like, come on, get Terrence I'm West I'm all in there. about the carries. Just yeah. the fact that he's getting all the carries. That's like I'm comfortable right now starting West right, right now, now as is. a flex. Uh, Next week forward. or the week after, who knows? How about the Browns defense, by the way, guys? Uh, you want to talk about consistency? The Browns defense is averaging 11 points per game as a fantasy defense the last five contests. In a row, they had 17 against Cincinnati in Cincinnati. And how about their next three games? You take a look. They get to face Houston. Who knows if that's Ryan Mallett right. or Ryan Fitzpatrick. Either way, I feel pretty good about that for Looks the Browns like defense. Yeah. And then they get the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, and that offensive line has been so dismal with this front combined with that secondary in Cleveland. Could be a good start for you if you want to keep riding it. And they're available in a whole lot of NFL. Hey, money. who started the Browns defense last night? I did. Unfortunately, I, I, not I like in our uh, NFL fantasy I like, I like good man. Get there. Yeah, exactly. Only got to be able to uh, to do it in one. I think I got the Ravens going in ours That's this a week. good matchup, Switching too. over to the Bengals' side. Hard not to feel bad for anyone who spot-started Andy Dalton. Take a oh, look yeah. at his career numbers now in primetime, guys. My prayers are with any of those fantasy owners. Now, this is a trend I've got to remember, and I've got to give props to my buddy, uh, Ryan, our cameraman, who had Phillip Rivers last week, got negative three points from him, then had Rivers on a bye this week. Yep. Who is his backup? I'm afraid yeah. to say Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. And then he got a stinker from him last night. Oh, no, I'm going so to have my wife make him a Ryan pie. is crying in his tea this morning. I'm so have do we trust Andy Dalton moving forward if he's not in prime time? I mean, how bad? I and mean, this was such a bad performance. Let, let, he was so off the mark. It, let, let me just go out and say it. No, I can't trust him. You can't play this poorly. You can't be a $100 million quarterback and have A.J. Green, Muhammad Sanu, and have a solid running back in Jeremy Hill and play like this. In the jungle at home, this is pathetic. So, I'm sorry. All right, so just, Akbar, it's, not, it's not acceptable. If you're not playing Andy Dalton, Fabs, can you play A.J. Green? So you have to play A.J. Green. I mean, you certainly have to play him. Because, be? listen, Dalton was awful last night. He was terrible, but he's not going to be that bad going forward, guys. You're never as bad as you look, right? He's not going to look that bad the rest of Fabs. the season. You're not going to look that bad. It's scary. Let me tell you, when Brady, I made the trade, Tom Brady was awful for four weeks. Now he's the best quarterback. Look, in when I made the trade with, with, with money, I thought maybe I should have given AJ Green. We'll he clearly beat Joe Hayden. He clearly beat Joe Hayden right off the ball when he was trying to press him, and he was sitting there wide Akbar, open, and Andy Dalton couldn't get him the ball. I would simply, I would simply point out. Let's not forget how great Mohamed Sanu has been in the absence of AJ Green. Andy Dalton was throwing him the ball again for whatever reason. When those lights get bright. Andy Dalton does not right. play well, and as that is that is a characteristic for a quarterback. That as, in the yeah. playoffs, when when the big the games are are the biggest and the stakes are the highest, they just don't perform. And for whatever reason, in Andy Dalton's young career, that has been the he's one supp- thing that has he's played. He's supposed him. to feel comfortable at home, though. This is the jungle. That's your home. So now we have a Don't you feel trend, comfortable guys? in your home? Andy Dalton yeah. on national TV, Benjamin. What about uh, what about Jeremy Hill? Moving forward. Well, see, everyone is all about this kid, and he's extremely talented. There's no question about that, but. I mean, Giovanni Bernard's the best running back on that team. True. And when Gio comes back, I still think he is going to see more touches out of the backfield 
than Jeremy Hill. But they may give him the ball in the uh, in the goal line area. Goal line area that could is be Jeremy a potential Hill. He's, a, he's issue. a big physical guy. But earlier this year, we saw Gio get some goal line work as well. So I don't think this is going to be a true 50-50 committee. When Gio comes back, I still think he's going to be the guy there. But Hill certainly is rosterable. It's going to be 70-30 or something like that. 70-30. Yeah. I'll say 70-30. When, when you watch the tape that we're playing right here, Akbar, in, in a zone running scheme, he is one cut and go, and he is he alone. The fumble he, notwithstanding, absolutely. that's someone that is getting you four to five yards per carry, and that's what Hugh Jackson wants. So I would not be surprised to see him be a big part of this offense. Move moving the forward. chains, get yeah. the third down conversion, give me another opportunity to be able to get the ball down the field. That's what Hugh Jackson wants to do, and Jeremy Hill provides that. All right, still to come on NFL Fantasy Live with six teams on a bye. Could Mark Sanchez actually be a decent fill in? What? Find out during our rapid fire spot start debate. And later we head to the other side of the ball. Fabs, not Fobs. Fabs and Akbar reveal their top defenses to stream for monster points in week 10. We're back in just a few. Time now for player comparisons presented by SAP. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Matt Money Smith here with Michael Fabiano, Akbar, Baja, Biamila. And guys, we have got a lot of. Did you hear about this? A lot of teams on a bye. This uh, week? Really? Yeah. Six? Six? I, think, I believe right? it's six. Uh, okay. I think I'm like I'm not, you know what? I'll have to double check. Uh, so let's get some players head to head. See who happens to be the better spot start for the week. How about a minute on the clock from the ether? We're right. waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. Right and away we go. First, right. better spot start, Ryan Tannehill versus the Lions. Alex Smith versus the Bills. I'm going to go with Ryan Tannehill against the Detroit Lions. I think this team has been playing pretty well. Bill Lazor's got Tannehill going. They both have bad matchups, but I would go Tannehill as well. All right. Uh, how about Mark Sanchez versus the Panthers or Joe Flacco versus the Titans? Oh, man. I can't put No. Joe Flacco. All right. I'm, I'm not going saying Sanchez, Sanchez, Sanchez against the Panthers. I like his matchup better. He's a plug-and-play in Chip Kelly's offense. Titans give up those deep balls, and yes, they, they got Torrey Smith. Frank Gore versus the Saints, or Shoelace Robinson versus the Cowboys. That'd be Denard Robinson. Yeah, I, I still don't believe in Denard Robinson as he every down back, so I'm going to go with Frank Gore. The okay. Cowboys have given up 20-plus fantasy points to running backs in two straight weeks. It's Shoelace. Shoelace, all right. Shoelace. Darren Sproles versus the Panthers, or Reggie Bush versus the Dolphins. I know where you're going. How about you, Fabs? I'll go Reggie Bush. Bush here because it's a game against a former team. I'm not in love with either one of them, though. All right. How about it? I'm going to go with Darren Sproles. I'm going to sneak one in. Steven Jackson versus the Bucks or Trey Mason versus the Cards. I heard the bell. Give it to me, though. Uh, I'm going to go Steven Jackson yeah. on this one. I, I, Ran I, the ball a lot yeah, against uh, over yeah. there. Over 11 points in yeah. his last game against the Buccaneers. It's Steven Jackson. All right, uh, fantasy fans, if you're not sure which players to start each week, examine the player comparison tool with insights from SAP, exclusive only to NFL.com fantasy users. Researches, recent performances, and matchups to help you decide who to start and sit. Put it into practice by visiting NFL.com slash fantasy. How about this? A look at our aggregate defensive rankings for week 10. So stick with the defenses, gentlemen. Let's chat about some to stream this week because we think they have a shot at racking up some points. Anybody start the Browns last night? Anybody? I wish Anybody? I would have. 17 Anybody? fantasy points. That's pretty good. The Bengals. Yeah. This guy. This guy. This guy I did in one league. That's good. You get yeah. a pound. You know how to do that? Browns have been yeah. good. You know, we talked about it earlier. They have been really, really good this season. Uh, this stretch about five weeks. But how about it? For streaming a uh, defense and you didn't put the Browns in this week, what do you got? I'm going with the Cardinals. Now, a lot of people may think, well, the Cardinals are owned in a lot of leagues. But actually, I'm in 11 leagues, guys. You all know that. I was able to pick up the Cardinals in four different leagues. So, if they're available in my 
my leagues, they're available out there. And they have definitely got to be active this week against the St. Louis Rams. They have scored a touchdown in each of their last two games against St. Louis. And the Rams, well, they have been very generous to opposing defenses, allowing an average of almost 13 fantasy points per game. So, Austin Davis, Kenny Britt, Trey Mason... Get those guys out there and get the Cardinals defense in there against them. Yeah, since no Brian Quick, that offense has changed dramatically and has become very generous to opposing defenses. Akbar, you're going with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going up against the Buffalo Bills. Look, the, the truth is that the Buffalo Bills, they don't have a run game, and so that means they're going to have to pass the ball in order to stay in this game because the Kansas City Chiefs, they've got a run game, not necessarily a passing game, but they'll be able to score points is my point. This defense is so aggressive. They're going to have to get after Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton is going to be sitting there thinking he's going to drop back and pass, and then boom, he meets a guy by the name of Houston. Houston's going to be in his face, and this defense, they are getting sacks. They've had three sacks in five of the last six games, so you know that they can get you points. They're going to create turnovers. They had three takeaways and a touchdown in their last game, so I say this this defense is the defense to strength. All right, Fabs, I think you beat me to it in our Fantasy Live League. I did get the Cowboys in two of my four leagues, though, to stream this week, so don't be surprised if it's sitting there and people have not realized, yeah, they're across the the pond playing the Jaguars. What have the Jaguars done this season? Only allowed the most fantasy points. Two defenses this season, nearly 13 per game, 19 giveaways this season. Blake Bortles just offers them up as holiday presents to all that come. (laughs) Second most in the NFL, six total takeaways in three road games this season for the Cowboys, and one plus takeaway in each of their eight games this season. That is a defense to Streaming again. If it wasn't for this guy, I'd have him on three of my four teams. For more on how some English weather and cold temperatures in the United States might impact this weekend's games, let's throw it out to Jim Kosek of KCTV Kansas City. Oh, that's right. Time to turn up a few decibels and get some culture at the same time, gentlemen, because did you know, three quid? Is five beans in the U.S. of A? You don't go across the pond thinking you're getting the same exchange rate. Oh, no, 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 no. But you may very well run into a shower. I don't think that's a big deal. Let me tell you what is. Lake effect snow. The thing is, they ain't got it in Orchard Park. It's off to the north. But look at these temperatures for crying out loud. The chill of fall is in. Most of the rain is over before kickoff in the land of the 12th man. But ooh, the late game looks more and more like this storm is going to bypass Green Bay to the south. But again, 34 degrees. Let me tell you something about Martellus Bennett, okay? Last time he played in this type of cold, last year against the Packers, one catch. 15 yards. That's it. Last time Kyle Orton played in this type of cold. Remember when he was with the Chiefs in 2011? Yeah, he's playing the Chiefs this year. Well, guess what? Stunk up the joint. A little food for thought and buyer beware. Enjoy week 10. We're going across the pond. Good day, mate. Ah, nah, that's Australian. Can't win them all, guys. No, but uh, we certainly can win anytime, Jim Kosek. That guy some toast and butter in his diet, that's sorry, for what? sure. Toast it? and butter. Toast and, do it one more time toast for me. Toast and butter toast is what butter. he needs in his diet. That is a great English accent. Thank you. Thank We're going to have to do that throughout the rest of the show. You know, Bajabi Emile. When we return, our list of Week 10 must-starts is the answer to your bi-week blues. Find out which players you say and we say can't afford to be on your bench this Sunday. And later, if your lineup is lacking in firepower, our list of super sleepers is sure to give you a much-needed boost. 
Post and Ba'a. This is NFL Fantasy Live. Good one, Akbar. I did. See you in the morning. Sunday, game day morning, has an exclusive interview with Calvin Johnson as he reveals what to expect in his return to the field on Sunday, NFL game day morning, Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern, only on NFL Network. Speaking of Calvin Johnson, get a look at his fantasy production. Yeah, 28 points in week one and point seven <laughs> and five. Everybody who drafted, drop. Whoever drafted him in the first round's like, yep, told you guys. Yep. And then I'm quickly, so smart. And well, remember, I think that, was, that was Akbar, actually. It was Akbar. He did not play in week six through eight, as we welcome you back to NFL Fantasy Live, presented by Bose. Money here with the aforementioned Akbar, who drafted Calvin Johnson with, I believe, the number five overall pick. And you have now traded That's right. Calvin Johnson, Adam Rank, Michael Fabiano, Matt Money Smith here. Uh, you traded him to me, as a matter of fact. I did. I, I did. Uh, presented. In my first trade ever. Ever. Yes, ever. It's about ever. time. Well, you. actually, it was technically your second trade ever because yes. you traded me the Cam Newton for Tony Gonzalez two years ago, right here at this desk. <laughs> but it never happened. And then welched when we got off the air. <laughs> but this one did go through. Uh, I sent you Justin Forsett, Golden Tate, and Martavis Bryant. You sent me Megatron. And Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and, and, the, and the, the biggest reason why I did this trade is because I want to still stay competitive in this league. Of course, my record doesn't reflect that. Play the spoiler. I needed to have a running back that helped my lineup. Justin Forsett, I thought, will do that. And then you gave me some couple of wide receivers. Yep. They're not Calvin Johnson, but I had to let go of that emotional attachment to Calvin Johnson so I could improve my lineup. Who wins, right? Fabs, who wins? Who wins the deal? I did. Well, I th- you know, you could have the first-round pick, the f- number one overall selection next year if you just had kept tanking it. <laughs> you blew it. But you you know me, money. I'm, I'm a winner. The, the team that always gets the, the biggest blue chipper yep. is the team that wins to me. So you won, but... Well. He helped out his team immensely. Let's Thank see you. if uh, let's see if I win. What are the expectations for Calvin Johnson versus the Dolphins this week? Well, if you ask Calvin Johnson, they're pretty good. Yep. And, and we had talked about Nate Burleson's interview with him on Game Day Morning coming up this Sunday. Uh, and Nate asked him flat out, "Should people start you this week on their fantasy teams?" And he said, "Absolutely." It's Calvin Johnson, and we're assuming money that he's healthy. And when Calvin Johnson is healthy, he's going to put up numbers. Now. He hadn't been a big touchdown scorer if you look at his last eight games overall. But still, this is a playmaker and a guy you likely drafted first and, round. And I will say this. Play. If a guy like Calvin Johnson comes out and says he's ready to play, oh, you better believe he's ready to play because it's very unselfish of him actually not to go out there when, you know, probably he could have gone out there and played hurt, but he wanted to make sure that he was healthy. Against the I, Falcons, yeah. Uh, against the Falcons. But now going up against the Miami Dolphins now, I mean, this good is secondary. a very right. good secondary. We've seen how they beat up other Big wide receivers. They beat up Brandon Marshall. Not big production there. Mm-hmm. Alshon Jeffrey, um, Malcolm Floyd. We've seen how he's played against it. Uh, Dwayne Bow. All these guys have haven't put up big guys? numbers. If the uh, Lions, I know it's not fantasy related, but if the Lions win this game, they will be the number one seed in the NFC. Wow. <laughs> Coming out That's of impressive. Week Ten, the Detroit Lions. All right, Calvin is a Ooh, must start whenever he's <laughs> in the lineup. Let's talk about some other wideouts that we like this weekend. Fabs, get us started. Let's talk about Calvin Benjamin now. This is the year of the rookie wide receiver, guys, right? We've had so many rookies who have been putting up solid numbers. Not all of them have been as consistent, though, as Kelvin Benjamin. And this is a great matchup on Monday Night Football against the Philadelphia Eagles. They've given up the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers this year. They've given up two-plus receiving touchdowns in seven of eight games. So they are consistently bad against wideouts. Benjamin is a must-play. How about it, Rank? I like Roddy White this week. He's going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team he has traditionally owned over the course of his career. And, of course, this is going to be a great matchup. The Buccaneers have allowed the most fantasy points to receivers this season, so I feel comfortable with both these guys. I understand he's been a little bit of a disappointment. When I'm talking about both these guys, I mean him and Julio Jones, although I will say this. 
Roddy White will end up outscoring Julio Jones this week. All right, how about it, Akbar? Well, this is one of my guys that I got in the trade. It is, of course, Golden Tate. Golden Tate, I think, is going to do well, especially with Calvin Johnson being on the other side. No, no doubt about it that the defense will pay a special amount of attention to Calvin Johnson and is going to leave Golden Tate in an area where he's familiar, being able to be productive. He's already done that without Calvin Johnson, 152 receiving yards per game in the last three weeks. He's had 19-plus fantasy points, so we know he can be productive with or without Calvin Johnson in the lineup. I don't know what it says about uh, you going with one of the receivers I traded you and me going with the other. I like Martavis <laughs> Bryant this week going, so against, I win. <laughs> going against the Jets. Uh, look at that. He is owned in just 31% of NFL.com leagues. He has tied an NFL record with five touchdowns in his first three career starts. And again, I like big wide receivers with strong hands when you get into the red zone. And obviously you can see the breakaway speed there. When you get into the red zone, specifically on this play here, that's when guys like Ben, that's when quarterbacks like, like Big Ben are going to be looking for you. And Bryant is a significant red zone threat and he is going against a terrible secondary. The Jets, you see can it you here. Say that again? 24 receiving touchdowns allowed this season. That is six more than the second worst team. Here okay. is uh, your wide receiver rankings. The aggregate from NFL.com, Antonio Brown, number one. A lot of the names that uh, we talked about, Calvin Johnson right there at number five. Can we erase A.J. Green? Well, Wait, hold you know, on. He's, he's ahead of all those guys. <laughs> yeah, A.J. Yeah. tries. Jeez. We'll just leave it there. I'm going to write him a thank you note. Right. Mohamed Sanu also <laughs> in our top 20, and it just did not work out. So from the wide receivers right to the running backs, who do we like this week, Fabs? Well, geez. It's like we planned this segment. Justin Forsett. I made the worst trade ever. You just <laughs> traded to my friend yes, Akbar here. Now, he's not going to put up huge numbers week in and week oh, out. Don't say that. But he gives you double digits almost all the time. Five of his last six games, he scored double-digit fantasy points. He plays the Titans this week. You want to talk about a bad run defense? They've given up more fantasy points to running backs over the last two weeks than any other team in the National Football League. So he League. will give, you, give me big numbers. So let me give you a little bit of advice. Okay, I'm listening. Start Justin Forsett this week. Okay, I will. I will. I need, what do I need? Calvin Johnson to give me like 40 points to get this thing back here? <laughs> what about it, Frank? Hey, don't you still have Mark Ingram? I sure do. See, I'll look out for my OC bro right there and talk a little Mark Ingram. The amazing thing to me is that he's a top five running back when it comes to touchdown scored. He's had six this season. Amazing when you consider how much time he's missed, and yet he's still amongst the leaders. But he's more than just one of those guys who's taking touchdown plunges at the end of drives. He's actually getting a lot of attempts. He's had 20 attempts in back-to-back games, and it's really hard to remember back to a time when the Saints actually had a guy who was carrying the ball that much. Deuce McAllister is the one name who jumps out at me. I think he was the last guy who was really a true every-down back for them. But Ingram has taken that role and played very well. So, Money, there you go. Yeah, there we go. For you. 30 rush attempts last week, by the way. Keep feeding that guy. How about <laughs> it, Akbar? What do we got? You know, I have to give props to Monty Ball for giving Ronnie Hillman his respect without being a hater or feeling entitled. He, he's already come out and said that, look, this is – this is Ronnie Hillman's backfield. I mean, he's deserved it. He's been very productive. And Ronnie Hillman has shined with this opportunity. You look at his matchup going up against the Oakland Raiders. They are not very good at stopping the run. This is going to be another big game for Ronnie Hillman. He's going to continue the trend. And did I mention he went to San Diego State University? No, never, you didn't mention that. Uh, uh, never mention that. Okay. Yeah, Marshall Falk went to that school, just so you know. I'm okay. going shoelace uh, as somebody that uh, waved that Toby Gerhardt flag uh, before the season. Yes, I admit I was wrong. And he has been a dynamic threat out of that backfield. You 
you look at six yards per rush in the last three weeks, I think Toby Gearhart was averaging about 1.5 <laughs> yards per rush. Yikes. Over 100 yards per game in the last three. That is the second most in the NFL. And the Cowboys, yeah, they allow a lot of rush yards, 100-plus in six of their last seven games. So if you were fortunate enough to recognize that Denard could give you something, make sure you get him in that lineup when they start across the pond over there in London. A Jaguars running back is breaking out this year. See, I knew. I just had the wrong guy. Here are our top ten running back starts after the bye week. Matt Forte against Green Bay. No surprise. Those are the big names in the top five. You see Mark Ingram there at the bottom, number ten. Justin Forsett. Number 11, we already got Jeremy Hill, Terrence West, and Ben Tate. And, hey, Tate and Terrence West did us right. You see it there, double-digit points for each of them. Jeremy Hill, not so much, and he was rather vocal about how disappointed he was that he didn't have an opportunity to maybe put up more of those points. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, which quarterbacks can you trust in Week 10? Find out next when Michael Fabiano reveals his top 10 quarterback starts for the week. This is the one and only NFL Fantasy Live. Still to come on NFL Fantasy Live, we're going spelunking to find you some Sunday gems, see which sleepers we say are going to shine bright in Week 10. Plus, you may think you have your lineup all set, but don't hit that submit button just yet. Adam Rank's top likes and dislikes for the week are coming up. And if you wish, you could hit the reset button on your fantasy season. You're not the only one. Our fantasy tech support guru, Marcus Grant, is here to debug your lineup and get your team back to full speed. Welcome back to NFL Fantasy Live. Matt Money Smith here with the Hoff Fantasy Hall of Famer, Michael Fabiano. Fans, remember, you can always hit us up on Twitter with your questions at NFL Fantasy Fabs. Let's get a look at your top 10 quarterback starts for the week. Peyton Manning against the Aaron Rodgers. You know what? The Bears might as well be the Raiders every time they face <laughs> the Packers. Uh, grab one of these. Which one uh, Which one you want to start with? Let's talk about Colin Kaepernick okay. first. Kaepernick was a touchdown and a fumble away from having a big game last week. Of course, we all know what happened at the end of that contest. Fumbled near the goal line. It was an eight-point fantasy swing. But believe it or not, he's better on the road from a fantasy perspective than he is at home. In fact, he is averaging 20 fantasy points per game away from San Francisco. So I say start him, and I like the matchup against New Orleans. They have given up the ninth most fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. You saw him there against the Rams. Put him on that fast track and that turf and watch those legs start churning. All Love right. Uh, to somebody who, well, doesn't have quite the mobility skills that Colin Kaepernick does. This but is true. He's got the arm. And, and there's a little risk here because Ryan has scored 15-plus fantasy points only once on the road this year. But he's playing the Buccaneers money. I mean, this bad. is one of the worst defenses in the entire league. They've given up the sixth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. They've given up 18 touchdown passes. That's tied for second most in the league. So I know it's a road game, but the matchup is too good to ignore, especially when you have six teams on a bye this week. All right. Remember, if you want more of our QB starts for Week 10, be sure to visit NFL.com slash now to download the app for free as we dish out more guys that have to be in your lineup this week exclusively for NFL Now viewers. There are your starts, Fabs. We know there are a lot of teams on a bye this week, but give us an idea of some quarterbacks you would consider benching, even with those six teams not on the schedule. Well, the first name is Ryan Tannehill, and I know he's been one of the hottest quarterbacks in fantasy football over the last few weeks, but this is a bad matchup against the Detroit Lions. They've allowed the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this season. And this is one of those Matt Money Smith, I hate this stat, but, but I'm still going to say it. Tannehill has three touchdowns and eight interceptions in four career indoor games. I hate that stat. I know you hate it, but 
it is a good stat to me, nonetheless. And if I have Tannehill on my fantasy team, and maybe I also have a Carson Palmer, I'm putting Tannehill on the bench this week. All right. Uh, from Ryan Tannehill, and, and that's one thing, he's kind of snuck up on us this season. Jay Cutler has been pretty darn good this season as a fantasy quarterback. Very good. Yeah. And one of the best bargains in fantasy football. But when he goes to Lambeau Field, it's like his kryptonite. He has two touchdown passes in three career games in Green Bay. And in those three games, he has 10 interceptions. He averaged 190 passing yards per game in those three contests. So it's sort of like his old uh, little house of horrors there whatever, in uh, Green Bay. Whatever Bill Belichick is to Peyton Manning, multiply that by 700. And that's what Dom Capers <laughs> has been to Jay Cutler since he arrived in Chicago. For more now, let's throw it over to Adam Rain. Thank you, Money. Every week I give the thumbs up or the dreaded thumbs down on a variety of topics from Sons of Anarchy to Tyler Black to the dog chew toy industry. In the meantime, I mix in some fantasy football, and since we're here, let's start with my first like of the week, Eagles quarterback Mark Sanchez. All right, let's get your uh, butt-fumble jokes out of your system. Have a good laugh with it, because when you're time to get serious, you'll realize Sanchez is the quarterback who can go to work for you. Sanchez was handpicked by Chip Kelly and is a great fit for this offense, as evidenced by his two touchdowns last week and the entire preseason. He's got a great matchup on Monday night against the Panthers, who are very generous to fantasy quarterbacks. You know what? Let's stay here in this game because I like Cam Newton, too. Newton has been a little bit of a disappointment. I mean, even his Madden rating has taken a beating this year. But put all of that aside because he has a real nice matchup against the Eagles, who have been just as giving defensively as the Panthers. The Eagles have allowed multiple touchdown passes in seven of eight games this year and tons of yards. So expect this to be a, a shootout. Both quarterbacks will benefit. Well, this can't be all my ties and Yahtzee, so let's move on to my first dislike of the week, Frank Gore. The Saints have been pretty tough on the run in recent weeks and have allowed only one rushing touchdown in the last month. The 49ers haven't scored a rushing touchdown in five consecutive games. They've never gone six games without a rushing touchdown in club history. If that skit, end, if that skit ends, however, I don't expect it to be Gore. Move it on. I like Percy Harvin this week. As much fun as it has been to watch the Steelers pass offense, their defense has provided some good times to opponents as well. The Steelers have allowed seven receiving touchdowns in their last three weeks. Harvin has really become a focal point of the Jets offense with 11 receptions on 13 targets last week. So I see a huge Sunday for Harvin in a Jets upset. That's right. That's an Akbar type call. I'm calling the upset. And finally, I have to go thumbs down to Vincent Jackson, who has scored double-digit fantasy points only once this year. But it's not you, Vinny. It's a situation. The play calling has been awful in Tampa Bay. The only thing that has salvaged it has been Mike Glennon stepping back and just throwing stuff around. But you know what? Now he's on the bench, so I'm going to avoid this dumpster fire for sure. Now here are some more of my likes and dislikes for the coming week. Matt Ryan, again, has a great matchup there in Tampa Bay. Joyke Bell, one of the more underrated stars. Roddy White, to me, is going to score more points. I said this earlier. He's going to score more points than Julio Jones this week. Jay Cutler, as Michael said, is somebody to keep on the bench. Michael Floyd, you've been a disappointment. And Jason Witten, you're always there, buddy. You're not going to be on my list of guys who I like. Sorry. All right. Is your fantasy season suffering from some technical difficulties? Well, Marcus Grant clearly feels your pain. So he's taking your calls when we return for a little fantasy tech support.
Atlanta Tech, your number one solution for fantasy support. Marcus speaking. Hey, Marcus. My name's Adam, although I don't know why I'm giving you my name. But anyways, uh, I'm having this problem going on with uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, I'm sorry. You're having this problem, Adam. What can I do to help you? Well, I keep putting him in my lineup, and it keeps going back with zero points. Look, have you tried maybe restarting? Oh, thanks, Dr. Hawking. I hadn't thought of any of those obvious answers. Of course, I tried to restart it. It's just not working. Look, I don't need your sass, okay? Look, like a lot of people, you went and upgraded to a Keenan Allen last year, and we found eh, there's a bug in the program. So my suggestion, roll back your version to Antonio Gates. He seems to be the guy catching all the Phillip Rivers touchdown passes this year. Yeah, but what if that doesn't work? Well, what I found is that for a lot of fantasy users, their password is actually the word password. So have you tried logging in as your opponent? Actually, I've never thought of that. You should probably give it a shot. Hold on. Hold on. What'd you say? What was that? Password. Oh my God, it worked. Should I? I'm going to go. Dude, I'm going to dump this whole lineup. That's exactly what you should do. All right, cool. Thanks, yeah, bro. Be glad I got help. Fantatech, your number one solution yeah, 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 for fantasy yeah, yeah. support. Look, look, my name is Frank Rizzo, R-I-Z-Z-O. Look, I've got an issue here. I drafted Matt Ryan, Roddy White, hoping to get double-digit points this week, but I'm getting this 404 not found error. What in the world is going on here? Now, I know that's Atlanta's area code, but I'm confused here. Well, first off, interrupt much. Second, a 404 error means you've got a lost connection. <laughs> You're telling me? Look, Roddy's barely seen the end zone this year, and now, right now, I'm having an issue. Can you troubleshoot this or what? Yes, yes, I can. Just calm down. Roddy's best days are behind him. You need to drop him. Go pick up Martavis Bryant off the waiver wire. Bryant, he's got a pretty strong connection with Ben Roethlisberger right now. All right, hold on. Let me try this, man. And You need to watch your mouth. You got a little poop mouth going on right now. Yeah. All right, look, I'm still getting this 404 not found error. N now what? Uh, is there any chance maybe you're stealing somebody's Wi-Fi? Hold on, why are you sweating me, man? Can I speak to a manager or something? Look, I, I've got a simple solution. You need to stop mooching off your neighbor's internet and get a job, you bum. Everybody knows you can't win a fantasy championship with a shoddy internet connection. Hold on, thanks for calling. the boss of me? Fantatech, your number one solution for fantasy support. Marcus speaking. Hey, Marcus, it's Adam from earlier. Oh, hi, Adam. What's, what's going on? Don't sound too excited. Dude, that whole thing with dropping the lineups work, but uh, now I've got this, uh, I got a friend. Yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Uh, I got a friend. Yeah, friend. Yeah. Huh? How, how can I help your friend? Oh, no, yeah. See, there are all these uh, RB2s on sale, so I, I mean, he, I, he, I said it was a guy, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I know girls. Like, I seriously. Good you know, for okay. you. Anyways, but uh, he, yeah, he picked up Ben Tate and Steven Jackson and uh, oh man, there are all these. Oh man, there's all these RB threes from Carolina on sale too. Pick them all up. So your team, I mean, I mean your friends, friends your team, friends team. It must be his name awful. is Rex. Right. It, mu it must be awful. Not Rex Ryan, but yeah, it is terrible. Like I don't know how he's doing this. So what 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 should he Rex? What should Rex do? Well, how about we go the little quality for some of your quantity? Package up your mediocre running backs and try to get an upgraded version. Maybe a Justin Forsett or an Alfred Morris or something. Okay, well, what if I'm playing with adults who won't take such terrible trades? Like, what do I do then? Well, then you could find out what internet service provider your friend's opponent uses and uh, just go and cancel that. Why are your solutions so harsh? Are you really fantasy tech? Uh, are you really asking for a friend? Fair point. Yeah, thanks for calling. Well, still to come, we are dishing out our top sleepers for the week. But first, I got some business I got to go take care of.
ducks. I ain't no cook, so look. I got the real danger with my anger, not in shook. They got me working 40 plus hours a week. They keep my feet planted, I can't stand it, but I gotta eat. Working just to pay bills, I might as well make work deals and live in the hills. With NFL Now, never miss another game highlight ever. Subscribe today and you'll get instant game highlights on all your devices. Download the NFL Now app today. Learn more at NFL.com slash now. Speaking of now, it's time now for Sunday Gems presented by... Every kiss begins with, with K. K. How old were you when you got your first kiss, uh, uh, Marcus? Uh... He's still waiting for like it. Like, so hey, you should have gone to K Jewelers. It would have come sooner. <laughs> We're talking about week 10 sleepers to help your rosters out. Speaking of uh, Marcus, why don't you start us out there? 11, that's the answer. 11 wow. years old. Oh, yeah. How about Tell that? your mama. Uh, <laughs> she just found out, apparently. Uh, my, my sleeper this week, uh, my, my guy, is Doug Baldwin. Because the Seahawks have been a little bit inconsistent throwing the football recently. But Baldwin is the number one target there, especially with Percy Harvin now collecting his mail in the Big Apple. If you look at the Giants' secondary, they have struggled. They have given up nine receiving touchdowns in the last three weeks. And now they don't even have Prince of Mukamara there, who's been their best covered corner. So this looks like an opportunity for Doug Baldwin to get loose. Super sleeper rank, what do we got? I'm going to go with Kenny Stills. I know a lot of times when you're going to play the Saints receivers, it's like going to the bingo parlor where they just like kind of, you know, they're just turning that thing. They reach out. Hey, look, it's Brandon (laughs) Cooks. But I'm going to go with Kenny Stills. Over the last three games, he has had 14 receptions, which is the most on the team. The 49ers give up a lot of big plays to receivers, especially on the road. So I'm looking for the guy that Drew Brees is looking for. All right, we got our emerald. We got our uh, ruby. What do we got here for your Sunday, Jim? Uh, uh, well, we're going black diamond right here, and we're going with Marcus Wheaton. Marcus Wheaton going up against <laughs> the the New York Jets. This is this is bad, the secondary. And they, they're starting an undrafted free agent from last year, a guy that is new on the team, doesn't really know the, the defense really well. I'm telling you right now, Ben Roethlisberger is going to eat him up, and he's going to use Marcus Wheaton to do that and accomplish that. All right, keep it going, Fab. Sunday, Jim. I've actually got some stats here that you will like. Uh, all right. Uh, all right. I'll be the judge of that. Charles Clay, <laughs> a touchdown in two of his last three games. I like it. He's playing who this week? The Detroit, Detroit Lions. Lions. In four home games, the Lions have given up three touchdown catches to tight ends, one in every game except for one, and in that game, it was against the Saints, and Jimmy Graham was being used as a decoy. That's why I think Charles Clay is a very nice play. Did you like those stats? I like the first one. The second one was uh, garbage. Come on. Here's why I like Jordan Matthews, because he was targeted garbage. in the red zone by Mark Sanchez last week. The Panthers, they have allowed 12 reception touchdowns to wide receivers this season. That's the second most in the NFL. That stat notwithstanding, their secondary has not been good. The middle of the defense has not been good. The Panthers' defense is a shell of what, what it was kiss? last season. No stats there. Just analysis. <laughs> That's going to do it for us here. We'll see you Sunday morning at 11.30 Eastern on NFL Now and their NFL Red Zone channel with all the latest injury news and fantasy analysis leading up to kickoff. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh. 
Green Irish. Shop now at a store near you. They say every dog has its day, but when you're Lulu and your parents drive a Camry, every day is your day. The roomy rear seat is the perfect, whoa, is that the dog park? Backseat besties, it's a Camry vibe. The all-new, all-hybrid Camry. Toyota, let's go places. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrict Supply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.